Well, hey, friends, welcome back to another episode of the Right Setup Leadership Podcast. For those of you that are new turning in with us, my name is Jonathan. I'm your director of marketing over at Stay Forth Designs. And from time to time, I pop in to intro some of our conversations. And today is an especially personal one for me because I was actually with our team last week as we gathered with over 20 leaders for a refreshing experience. And I just must say it was transformative for me and my cup was overflowing when we left and I needed the experience more than I even realized. See, we're all going through a hard season. We all do difficult things and sometimes we need to step away, disorient ourselves a little bit, even if you're not going thousands of miles away to an experience, but find moments where we can just be cared for, where we can step out of our comfort zones and really focus on what we need to be doing instead of what we think we should be doing. And that was my takeaway from this experience. I watched a group of guys who didn't know each other bond over long meals, slow cups of coffee, hikes, deep conversation, phenomenal music, which you're going to hear, and just bond together and really do what they needed to be doing, which was above all else, to be cared for and to experience deep root moments that they can carry with them back into their everyday context. I know I will be doing the same. While on our experience, a group of us went for a hike and we camped out at the top of this beautiful peak overlooking a valley and you could see some beautiful 14ers off in the background. And we shared our thoughts, had a deep conversation. Alan asked some pointed questions that will really get us thinking. And all of this conversation directly relates to you and your everyday life and leadership. So I want you to really listen, slow down. If you wanna watch what happened, you can head over to the Right Setup community and watch the video that we put together. Um, it'll give you a good inside peek at what a refreshing stay forth experience looks like. And then I want you to think on the, on the questions that are asked and how you can apply them to your everyday life. Ways that you can take analog moments in the digital world, ways that you can slow down to speed up, ways that you can identify what you really need to be doing instead of what you think you should be doing. So with that, sit back, listen, and enjoy today's episode of the Right Side Up Leadership Podcast. It'll go the way we hope and that's just life. Well, friends, listening in via the podcast, we are at a peak. I don't know, maybe we're at a little over 86. 8,600 feet with some incredible dudes here in the Rocky Mountain Refresh. And, I mean, unbelievable bluebird day in Colorado. Looking out at snow-capped peaks uh, with some guys. We were huffing puffing just a minute ago and um, just wanted to get some reflections. Uh, the last few days has been full of a lot of beauty, uh, some great conversations, some tears, tons of laughs. We can't share all those jokes with you, unfortunately. But just wanted to get a couple reflections of uh, what these guys are experiencing. So what's been encouraging, exciting, or replenishing about the last few days, guys? One thing has been the replenishing as a leaders, like we all are, is how, as a leader, you're always pouring out, pouring out, loving on, loving on, uh, serving, serving, and to just have a few days where uh, you're in the receiving seat of all that. Mm. Yeah. Um, that uh, that really does something not just for your energy levels and all, but it just really fills your heart. Mm, that's good. A little disorienting. At first. What people often yeah. say. <laughs> this is, tell us about, so this is your third experience. Um, why? Why do you, why are you glutton for replenishment? <laughs> well, you keep inviting me. <laughs> and you keep saying and yes. I, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, 
I'm uh, I'm a, I'm an introvert naturally and very very shy, and so being uh, put into these situations with uh, a bunch of guys I don't know is uh, is something that adds to my anxiety at first. But it's one of those things that um, that's a that's a fear is probably too strong of a word, but I guess it's like a small example of something that applies to the rest of life where what uh, what you're afraid of usually holds what you most need. So getting to connect with all these other guys, being forced to, um, whether it's me breaking out of my shell or just letting them in, mm-hmm. that shell of shyness, mm. uh, I know I need that. And so getting the opportunity to uh, face that social anxiety or whatever it is is always really good, and uh, it changes me a little bit every time. Mm, that's good, man. Thanks for saying yes. Brad, you were just sharing an analogy, kind of where you're at right now. Yeah. Uh, let us in. Yeah, when when did when did my sale? Uh, I think one of the things I'm experiencing right now. Um, my dad and I restored an old little uh, sailboat when I was a kid. I remember taking it out, and kind of putzing along, and then things just went dead. Um, sat there for ten or fifteen minutes and thought this was pretty lame. Um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden the the wind hit uh, and the front came in. The sail filled and we started ripping. Um, and I've been in a season of a, a loose, floppy sail, mm. kind of stagnant water. Uh, feel the, the little sunfish uh, taking off. Mm. So I'm encouraged. I've also been encouraged to be with a bunch of strangers that are kindred spirits uh, mm. that are all in very different places. <laughs> uh, and so it's been an encouragement of the presence of Christ in so many different places as far as hearts and locations. Um, I'm going to go home and know there's people all over the country. I'm, just, I'm encouraged mm-hmm. knowing uh, there's awesome dudes out there uh, doing good work and being faithful. Mm-hmm. Too. Even just here, saying all over the country, we've got just in this circle, we've got Virginia, Illinois, Indiana, two Louisiana, a couple Colorado, um, there's people from California. I mean, it's such similar hearts, kindred spirits, um, and yet so many different professions represented, teams, nonprofit, for profit. I think that's part of the fun and the joy of that. Taylor, what about you, man? What's been replenishing, encouraging, disorienting about the last few days for you? Um, it's been so good. Um, the thing, the thing that sticks out to me is the power of the, of the spoken word. Mm. Um, and that's definitely been a big part of the experience here this week. Um, still, still fighting through a season of isolation, loneliness, uh, as a leader, as a dad, as a, as a man, as a son, you know? And, uh, I think, uh, one of the guys the other night, we were sharing stories, some amazing testimony, one of the guys said he didn't particularly he wasn't particularly sure whether you know the story he was going to share was for someone else he just knew he had to hear himself to share that story yeah. and um i really resonated with that that's been that's been bouncing around in my head um words matter yeah um and for good or for for bad um for joy or for sorrow i think you know myself and i think a lot of the guys here and a lot of the leaders out there um, a lot of isolation 
and a lot of just one-way words, um, negative um, lies, that kind of stuff that mm. we're just that that we're taking in, that I've taken in, and sort of just let that sit sit on me. And, and um, the power, like the affirming words that guys have been quick to jump. Yeah, it's over, been amazing. Speak life. Yeah, it's it's about identity. It's you know you know set the stage early during the week, early in the week about how we're gonna be we're gonna speak truth and we're gonna speak hope in life and not death. Mm. And um, just unbelievable how fast the the bomb for the soul starts to take effect. You know when when we speak words of truth um, about our situation, the words of Jesus. You know. Um, you know, those words that the Bible says will remain, will always remain after everything passes away. Mm. So, yeah, that's been super food for my soul. <laughs> it's been awesome. Uh, so my main man, Jonathan, here, formerly behind the podcast, <laughs> uh, talk about last night, man. You were blown away by last night. What went down? Yeah, it was, I almost don't want to share about it because it was so holy and just so powerful that we all know that we have a story, but to see people open up and just be real and share things, you know, on a number of occasions, a couple of guys are like, I don't want to tell this story, but it keeps coming back. I need to share it. And just to open up and to celebrate and to pray for And like, we were in a hobbit hole. And if you're like a Lord of the Rings nut, like I am, like that was literally the best night ever. Like an actual, <laughs> yes, like an actual legitimate yeah, hobbit hole. Surreal. Just to sit in there and like, it created an atmosphere where like the spirit was thick and it was just beautiful to open up. And it was one of those moments where it was what everyone needed to be doing in that moment. Like all the things that we should be doing and we're thinking about doing were set aside. And in that moment, everybody was present in the moment, no distractions. And we were doing exactly what we needed to be doing. Mm. Yeah. I was thinking about, we heard about birth and death mm -hmm and grieving and incredible gifts yeah um spoke life people mm -hmm. shared incredible endings to seasons and then i'm right in the middle of it still and it was all appropriate it just hit me the one of the things that i think i'm taking away now after reflecting on last night the gambit of stories that were shared and the acknowledgement of god's presence in each of each of those stories mm -hmm fully encapsulated the abundance of God and the like the omniscience, the omnipresence and like the God who provides it fully encapsulated all of those characteristics of God, like in every one of those stories that were told. Mm. Powerful. Yeah. Powerful. Anybody else? What's impacted you? Yeah, I think uh, for me, um, I didn't really know quite what to expect. Um, when Alan texted me to come, I was just, it was almost spurred a moment, which is, if you know anything about me, <clears throat> it takes a while before I can make a decision, like, on anything. I'm just like, ah, should I? Ah, I don't really want to speak for money. Uh, it's like all yeah. these reasons why not to do something, especially when it has to do for myself. Mm -hmm. um, and for so long, uh, or at least it feels like forever, like, you know, always just, we, like we talked about, like, pouring, pouring out and and being all things to all people can be draining. And, and I wouldn't necessarily call myself an introvert, but um, I definitely over the years have created a safe space that I don't like to 
get out of or a comfort zone that I don't like to get out of. And so, um, so yeah, I didn't really know quite what to expect, but I, but for the very first time, I was like, I know I needed to do it. So I did it. And my wife was next to me. She's like, you gotta do it. So, um, but coming here, it was definitely jarring for me because it's, everything screams out of my comfort zone. Um, and so, uh, I'm very, uh, I don't like to share a whole lot. Um, unless it's one-on-one, then I, I can, I can do that, but. And here you are on the podcast. <laughs> here I am on the podcast. Uh, and so, um, just getting out of my comfort zone was, was, is something that was definitely jarring, but definitely good. And I know it's the, the right thing. And so just hearing everyone's stories and just reflecting on myself and, and looking over stuff like this and just knowing that, you know, just kind of letting things just kind of shave off, kind of release and just kind of take a, as a cliche as it, take a breath. And so that way I can be filled to give back, you know, because mm. you kind of deplete yourself, deplete yourself. And, Yep. And um, this is definitely, I think, uh, a lot of eye-opening. I, mean, I, I, I think I have a lot of road to cover, um, you know, to, to be what I think I need to be. Um, but it's definitely a start. And so it's definitely showed a lot and opened a lot of things that I didn't, I don't think I quite had the words for. Well, so, we're glad you're here, man. Yeah. And, I mean, just, we've talked about this a couple times leaders we pour out a lot we are control freaks at a level all of us and you guys had to trust with just enough information about what this was and what we're doing <laughs> how was that coming to colorado coming on an experience not fully knowing the what which is part of the plan by the way yeah i know it's what i needed for sure i don't know about you guys i'm sure the same thing but to not have a not have to worry about thinking about something or planning something or orchestrating something or it's, it's, it's needed, even though it's not being used, used to doing that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Once again, it's like being someone who's used to being in charge. It's a kind of discomfort that you need. <laughs> it hurts so good. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. The hardest part was just emailing back and saying yes and then putting it on my calendar. Yeah, I've known yeah. you long enough to know. <laughs> wasn't just gonna come and just have a good time, but it was gonna have things stirred up in my soul, uh, which I knew I needed, uh, which is why I sent it. But uh, the hardest part for me was just saying yes, um, and then really stepping into the unknown of a bunch of dudes you don't know and. <laughs> A weekend that's, yeah, you don't know where conversations are going to go, but the Holy Spirit's been ever present in every moment, every conversation, every bite of amazing food we've had, every scenic opportunity we've had has been spirit-filled. And even, you know, we, we talk about taste and see a lot, is that there's it's just something you have to experience. You could talk about good views. They were amazing. We can talk, we can share with podcast listeners. I promise you it's beautiful right now, but just sitting here in the sun, looking out, incredible. 
and we've all had bad experiences or subpar experiences. We've gotten on planes and we're kind of gauging the ROI, like, how's this going to be great for, you know, my career or my leadership or my family, which, you know, we need to steward our lives for sure. But just that, that trust that this is going to be worth it is at the foundation of, of this. And, you know, we are very careful about the details. Every little detail matters. And, uh, Michael, who just is unbelievable to watch. And you guys have all just experienced that. Every little detail from the last few months we're thinking through that expresses care, it matters. Um, and yet, you know, once you guys land at the airport, we got you. We'll take care of it. We'll get you where you're going. We'll get you your next meal. We'll have conversations. And maybe the word that stuck out about this time um, uniquely has been space. Like we've just trusted to have plenty of space in there. We happen to be on a hike right now, but there's dudes probably just sitting on the couch, sitting on the back porch. <laughs> Somebody's probably lighting up a cigar. I'm sure people are taking naps. Why not? Yeah. You know, um, but just leaving enough space for people to get what they need. And it's irony. Sean's looking at the horse. People looking at horses. <laughs> people who are out there with the animals. It's happening, man. Yeah. So but funny. people are getting what they need out here. He was so happy too, man. He's like, <laughs> waving. He's just loving it. Yeah, loving it. He awesome. got what he needed. Yeah. Got what he needed. So because you can edit podcasts, what does re-entry look like after this? I'm, I'm sitting here going, oh, what to do with all this, right? Like I'm all yeah. stirred up. Uh, yeah. I think re-entry is another or that's just something I'm going to have to process maybe on the trip home. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's some of the next step questions we've talked through, but um, there's been a lot mm. in, in a short period. We're not done. Um, yeah. Yeah, re-entry. Great question. And I think we leave people in that tension um, intentionally. And, you know, I even throw out the questions of what, what has God spoken to you? What's God revealed? Um, we know that experiences rewire the brain and, uh, you know, in terms of maybe some of the experiences that you've had here, you want to carry on in some way. Uh, one guy shared about wanting to give his, his wife and daughter, you know, an amazing experience for anniversary and birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so often people have left and said, man, I want to make other people feel this special because you, you can't give what you haven't received. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so I think that's such a great question to leave in the tension of that. We have to be okay with that in the tension of it because I don't know what the next steps are for you. And then I think that's sort of a great place to to leave this conversation even as we like metaphorically head down the mountain here in a little bit. What is the reentry plan? What has God spoken to you here uniquely? And we'll get to share some of those you know, around dinner tonight, certainly around coffee tomorrow. But that is the question. What does reentry look like? I think one of the experience, one of the things that makes uh, these experiences unique is that you leave a lot of conferences, training seminars, or whatever else, you know, all inspired or with all this new info, and the expectation is, I'm going to go back and crush it. <laughs> do all of it. Whereas with this, God the expectation this. is that you're going to leave and go back and do less. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> but, but have experience more. Experience that causes but, you to do less, yes, not more. But have greater impact. Yeah. Because health mm-hmm. then impact. Yeah. Pursuing maximum average. <laughs> <laughs> There's always inside jokes here. <laughs> and yet we want these guys to pursue maximum average. Go be the maximum version of your average self. No, just kidding. <laughs> Not really. Kind of. No, that's good. <laughs>
that, that's a really good perspective in terms of what we what we do in a great retelling of you know we want you to reconsider what's on your list what are the urgents mm-hmm. that have made their way up to the importance um and what are the importance we've neglected uh, whether it's you know family priorities physical health relational health spiritual health um yeah just even relationships it's, it's hard to realize that we need greater relationships until we kind of re-experience some relational intimacy again and just to acknowledge you know taylor you're talking about this but everybody has been lonely in this season and many have been isolated and that's just sort of been the state of the state of our world you know and then to be cramped and out of there and to around two days and you know, shows you yeah we really have missed a lot like just the state of what our world's going for us Anything you leave people with, um, we may not be able to attend a four-day experience for ladies or guys or co-ed experience that we host for Stay Forth, um, but they probably need an experience of some kind. Maybe it's a day away. Maybe it's a Sabbath. Maybe it's a time away with their friends or family. What would you say to that person? It feels like they're so busy that they can't afford that time. The first thing I would say, or that comes to my mind, is that you don't have to travel hundreds of miles or spend a lot of money or block off four days to do what I think is one of the most powerful things that we do over here, which is just to have a slow dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and so whether that's going out to a restaurant or doing it at home, gather the people you can be the most vulnerable with and have a slow dinner. That's good. With maybe some like pre-planned conversation. So it's intentional. Mm-hmm. Love that. Else? I would say everyone's got opportunities and sometimes they present themselves in ways that they don't maybe come off as being an opportunity or you know a win and I would just say you know zoom out a little bit find opportunities or small moments to you know that meeting canceled that you know something happened and suddenly you have some space in your day don't cram don't think to cram to jump into the next thing you know, that may be the opportunity to, to slow down, to breathe, just to, like, create an experience for a moment. Take advantage of the time you've been given when it presents itself. I think uh, a super practical thing that people can do is ask ask the people they meet what they're amazing at. We did that early on. And, Pretty uh, much first thing. Yeah. Like, straight out of the gate. It's like, I don't know, I don't even know your name. What are you amazing at? <laughs> um, but just that subtle actually you know linguistically subtle but you know the trajectory of that conversation has changed now because mm. we're choosing to see life and hope and mm. strength you know and mm. sort of orient around forward and up in future as versus to, yeah. occupation what yeah I'm right to do all yeah the versus performance and mm-hmm. right measuring and you know that kind of stuff i and think that's like that could unlock a lot of joy in life and stuff. I think in a lot of ways that question garners a relational response versus simply saying, what do you do for a living? And when you don't know someone, it, that you generally give the surface level. Autopilot. Like autopilot, like premeditated, like hook that you're going to give someone that's just transactional. It's like, okay, that's cool. But when you say, hey, what are you amazing at? You're like, whoa. Like I actually have to think for a minute. And it's it's disorienting. So like yeah. a big, you know, one of the values of, of you know, the refresh is disorientation. As a, as a vehicle to break through and clarity mm-hmm. and stuff. And uh, just 
unpacking and thinking through and like meditating on the idea mm-hmm. of what, what would be disorienting in a good way, you know, whether it's like in conversation, mm-hmm. in, in daily routine, you know, what's something small and practical that would just sort of disrupt, you know, yeah. this grind that everybody feels like they're in, you know. That's good. I think it's a good place to leave this conversation um, is back to disorientation. Um, Walter Brueggemann describes the Psalms as orientation, disorientation, reorientation. And before we can be reoriented, Brad, or the return, the re-entry into life, we actually have to be disoriented or kind of jostled. And we went on a hike and breathed hard, and we needed to be disoriented in this way, but some guys need to be disoriented by ceasing striving and sitting on the couch and enjoying a cookie and a conversation with friends or by taking a nap that they don't feel the permission to. Uh, and so I just want to sort of invite us into that question. I think it's a beautiful place to leave people with what disorienting next step do you need to take? And how are you stuck in your ways? How have your uh, rhythms become maybe either destructive or just not thought out, just not intentional and to disorient so that the father in his kindness may reorient us back uh, to him, uh, to his beauty, to peace, and ultimately to the community that's found in, in the body of Christ, which is so beautiful. So, fellas, thanks for the conversation. <laughs> Signing out from the top of a mountain uh, here in the Rockies, coming from Louisiana, Indiana, Illinois, Virginia, and Colorado. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the podcast. Well, friends, we hope you enjoyed today's episode of the podcast. Whether you watched, whether you listened, we hope that it gave you a clearer picture into why Stay Forth Designs exist, why we do what we do, uh, which is to help leaders get healthy and reach more impact through coaching that clarifies and experiences that replenish. And we hope this peak inside of an experience let you experience a little bit of that. Um, So with that, we're going to sign off. We hope you continue taking your own next steps towards health and impact. Before we go, I want to give a shout out to our friend Adam Paulson, who was with the Rebel team that helped us on this experience. And Adam is an amazing musician, and you heard some of his music on today's episode. And I have dropped the link to where you can find more about him, support him by picking up his album, listen to his music in the show notes. Be sure to click that. And if you're interested in attending one of our experiences or you're interested in coaching, the information to each of those will be in the show notes below. You guys have a great day. Thank you for listening. Keep taking your own next steps towards health and impact. And we'll see you in another episode. Christ, the growing up is the